23 away from 10. Um, we were talking earlier about these NRL viewing figures and the fact that the NRL grand final on Sunday was um, one of the lowest rating in terms of TV viewership for quite some time. Um, wanted to get a bit of insight into into whether that was a surprise and, and what the factors behind it might have been. Um, good friend of the show is Canberra Times journo Chris Dutton, who's got up early for us. Thanks for your time, Chris. Good morning, mate. No worries, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Were those viewing figures a surprise to you? They were a surprise, and maybe that's because we live in the Canberra bubble and, and everyone thinks the world revolves around the Canberra Raiders and everyone would have jumped on that bandwagon and, and watched. But... Um, look, it's the showpiece event of rugby league, isn't it? And that's the one that, uh, apart from State of Origin, that's what everyone expects people to watch. Um, and given the madness of rugby league fans, it's just a surprise that they didn't tune in. Maybe it's because the Sydney Roosters were there. A lot of people thought, given the Canberra Raiders hadn't been there in 25 years, that might generate a bit of interest. But it's interesting to see those numbers come back. Can you just uh, clarify for us, Chris, the 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 channel it was on? Was it was it free-to-air? Was it pay-per-view? It's free-to-air. The, the grand final, the, the big showpiece events of Rugby League are only shown on one channel exclusively, so free-to-air on Channel 9 for that one. Um, some of the lead-up games, I think, get shown on Foxtel, um, but, uh, yeah, it's Channel 9, just like State of Origin. They're the only uh, channels that can show it. It's an interesting one as well because... The reason that the grand final kicks off so late, 7.30pm in Australia, 9.30 obviously over in New Zealand, it's a late kickoff, isn't it? But the reason mm. that it's done is because of TV and because that's when they think the prime time viewer spot is. But it just makes me wonder, maybe they're better off having it at, at about four or five o'clock in the afternoon Australian time, which would be prime time over there in New Zealand, obviously. But, uh, you know, a lot of feedback I got from a lot of people I spoke to was that they went home at half time from wherever they were watching it because it was just too late. And look, it was a long weekend in um, New South Wales last week. So people had the Monday off, but you just wonder whether it's time to shift back to an afternoon grand final. I know a lot of people love that. Yeah, oh look, I mean, obviously we'd love it over here, and we, we, you know, mm. people a lot older than you, Chris, like my generation, remember the sun-soaked, <laughs> the sun-soaked grand finals of the eighties and nineties. But yeah, I understand yeah. that television rules the roost, and that, and and that's, uh, and that's cool. Have they ever thought about having it on a Saturday? Is the Sunday kind of a, is that locked in? Traditionally, that's when um, they've been for a long time now after they shifted it from, as you said, back in the day. It was actually the first time the Raiders have ever played in a nighttime grand final because they <laughs> used to play when it was on a, a Saturday afternoon at the Sydney Football Stadium. So they used to have it on a Saturday. And, and look, um, I, I think it got moved to Sunday purely because of TV. And as you said, they're, they're the ones with the dollars. They make the big decisions and rightly so if they're going to invest a lot of money into the sport. But maybe these numbers will be the trigger for change and, and maybe they will look at a few different things. One of the reasons why they they have it on a Sunday is to give both teams a, a bigger turnaround so that they're ready for the grand final. They have obviously a lot of functions in the lead-up. The Raiders had to be in Sydney from Wednesday onwards um, and I think they only trained about twice during the week. So there's a lot going on that they need to fit in. But... Um, I wouldn't be opposed to a 3 p.m. kickoff on a Saturday or even a 5 p.m. kickoff. I think that'd be great at this time of year. As you say, Chris, and uh, from speaking to you earlier in the year, it was uh, it was great for you and uh, and people of uh, of the ACT to be riding the Canberra Raiders 
wave. But but do you get the sense from rugby league fans in general? And let's use Canberra as an example. Would Raiders fans, for example, you know, be as interested in the grand final if it was uh, clearly not as interested if, as if the Raiders are there? But but would uh, would they consider themselves rugby league fans and watch the grand final regardless? Canberra is one of those places that yes, I think that's the case because. You know, it's a transient population. We've got people from everywhere here. I myself, I'm a Parramatta fan. Um, my wife's a Manly fan. Her mum's a Cronulla fan. So you have families in Canberra because the Raiders haven't been around that long that you've got fans from everywhere or people have travelled to get here. So Canberra is one of those places I think, yes, people watch the get grand final regardless. But I really think, you know, the NRL was lucky that the Raiders were in there this year because if it had been another Melbourne Storm, Sydney Roosters grand final, I think those numbers would have been even lower because people tune out when there's a lot of success and, and, you know, they want that interest in there. They want exciting teams um, and they want that fresh feeling to it. So I think it was lucky that the Raiders were in there. But, yeah, I, I think people in Canberra would tune in regardless. It's sort of that Sunday tradition that people do, but... I know in, in my family there was talk that it was too late as well and, and they were people were going to go home at halftime regardless of what the score was. Interesting. And just on the game, um, we, we spoke a lot in the last couple of days, as I'm sure has uh, been the chat over your side of the ditch <laughs> and, and where you are about the injustice, uh, if we can call it that, of, of what happened on, on Sunday night. Um, it'll take a while, won't it, for Raiders fans to, to get over what happened? Oh, not just the Raiders fans. Think of the Raiders players as well. There, there was a fan function um, out at West Belcon and yesterday at one of the Raiders clubs here in Canberra, and uh, a huge reception. People came from everywhere. They filled out up almost a full football field um, to greet the players on their return to Canberra, and, and the players were a little bit worse for wear. But the one instruction was don't talk about the incidents in the grand final because. Um, they didn't want to be reminded of the pain that uh, happened on on Sunday night. And look, Jared Croker walked out and I had a chat to him and he said, it breaks my heart to to not have the trophy here for these fans. And that's without even talking about the incidents that happened. For what it's worth, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard one, isn't it? I, I think the referees made the right call. It's just the confusion. Imagine if the Raiders had have scored off the mm. back of a repeat set when it actually wasn't a repeat set. We'd still be talking about the injustice of the Sydney Roosters bid to to win back-to-back titles. So the referees are in sort of a a no-win situation there. But I'll tell you what, um, it's probably lucky it's the end of the season because you you wouldn't want to be a referee coming to Canberra next week. (laughs) No, dead right. I guess they'll get a bit of breathing space now. And and just on the Raiders, uh, does it it feel to you, Chris, like a, a team that could, you know, could now create something of a dynasty, you know, a team that could could make the top eight and beyond sort of in, in um, consistent fashion over the next few years? It, it really does. It really does. The problem is that same feeling was there in 2016 when they made a prelim final against the Melbourne Storm and went within a couple of uh, minutes of making the grand final back then. So it's the same sort of feeling. Back then, the Raiders missed the finals in 2017 and 2018, even though we thought they were at the start of something special. The challenge is going to be how they go forward. Um, there's talk that they're going to lose Aiden Caesar, their halfback, Joey Leilua, one of their centres, and Jordan Rapana, one of their wingers. So um, how they rebuild is going to be the hard part. And, and I honestly think it's going, going to be how they react to this refereeing controversy. They can 
hang on to it and think that they're hard done by and maybe that'll affect them in a bad way and they'll think, you know, we should have won, that was ours. And rather than trying to move forward from it, um, I, I think if they get too caught up in thinking about what ifs and we were robbed and that sort of thing, it might be to their de- detriment. I think the best way is to go, look, we got so close, we know we can win and now let's go and win it. So I think Ricky Stewart's got them in a big place. The message from everyone yesterday, Josh Hodgson, Jared Croker, Ricky Stewart was, we'll be back and we're going one step further. So fingers crossed for them. Absolutely. Our fingers are crossed as well, mate. We, uh, we loved watching the Raiders do what they did this year. Thanks so much for joining us, mate. Have a good, have a good summer and hopefully we can catch up again in 2020. Sounds good. Thanks, Jason.